Yo, thank you for listening to Yes Another Podcast. I'm Carlos, and as always, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at yesanotherpodcast and on Twitter at yesanotherpodcast. My guest today is a local MC who has been supporting us for the last few months. Coming out of Heightsville, Maryland, J Flo. What's up? What's up, man? How you doing, Carlos? Nice to, you know what I'm saying, finally be on that episode, man. Doing the thing out here. Yeah, man. Look, like I said, this kid has been, and like you're not a kid. Are you a kid? Nah, man. I'm 26. So I right. consider myself a little grown, you know. <laughs> All right. So this this man right here has been hounding me for the last three months. Yeah, it sounds like that for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About getting on the show. And I was like, yeah, no, I'll get you on the show, man. I'll get you on the show, man. I, I really like the show, man. I love what you're doing over there. And when can I get on? All right. Hey, Ty, I'll let you know. But, I, and like, on days when I'll, like, kind of forget, he hit me up. Hit me up in the DMs on the um, Yap um, account. Hey, so when can I get on the show? I was like, oh, September, September. August is too busy, which it was. And here we are. Yes, sir. We in the building. Things come with perfect time, and I'm just glad to be here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, another podcast, man. Let's get it. We here. I'm excited. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, I go by the name of Jay Flo. Um, from Hadsville, Maryland. Um, I live in Springdale now. Um, music for me is just is just everything. It's just the way that I create, the way I express myself to the world uh, as far as like lyrics, hooks, uh, beats, content, um, performing, and everything like that. So hip hop is just so special to me. I started making music probably about. I want to say 2014, 2015, and then really took it serious from there. Uh, I, I've always loved writing, so I, I want to say at the age of 16, I just started writing, and then it was just from poetry to little raps to, you know, little performances or freestyling every now and then, but I just decided to take it serious. The friends just heard what I had to say, and then it was like, yeah, man, you should record, you should, you know, lay it down, and I was just... I wasn't confident at first. I was just like, all right, whatever, go to the studio, lay it down. All right, cool. If it come out cool, it's cool. If it sounds stupid, it sounds stupid. But then I literally like took more time with it and just started crafting. And uh, before I knew it, I did a mixtape. And then after I did another mixtape, I did a show. And then people started reacting to it and liking what I was doing. And I just kept going because of the fuel of other people. And then I just found like the, the time, the effort, the energy, and then the supporting cast to uh, build this vision. And uh, I'm glad to say that I did six mixtapes so far, and all of them have gotten better and better with the content, the beats, uh, the lyrics, and the, the meaning and the purpose. So I'm just trying to inspire the youth. I'm trying to inspire everybody around me to chase a goal, whatever it may be. Whatever you want to do in this world, you can do it, as long as you have a plan and a vision to execute it. That's it. Who are some of your um, influence, musical influence, throughout the years? Um... When I first got into it, uh, I want to say Drake at first. Um, the first One of the first projects I've listened to uh, that really got my pen flowing uh, was Comeback Season. That came out in 2007. Um, I was a freshman at the time in high school. Uh, I listened to it, and I was like, yo, this joint is like dope for real. Like, you know, Drake from Toronto, you know, but his situations and the way that he breaks stuff down, I like his pattern, I like his flow. And, um, you know, the way that he puts his lyrics together. 
and then of course the team that uh, is around him so that was a project that definitely stuck out to me uh, as far as that and then um i will also say nipsey hustle as well um nipsey hustle uh the reason why i like nipsey hustle a lot is because i just like the way that he moves as far as um getting his product out there um hand-to-hand more a traditional type of person and i feel like the industry now uh you need to you know have all types of presence but of course in the technology with it emerging you know a lot of people like instagram a lot of people use you know snapchat twitter and everything like that but word of mouth and uh you know being in the neighborhood or you know wherever you're at a show or whatever like that flyers and cds and just branding that way uh nipsey hustle was doing that and literally selling cds out his trunk so i was just like oh yeah that's a cool method too and i don't really see that many people doing that so i kind of sort of like was like all right you know what let me just go ahead and record music and let me go ahead and burn cds uh, burn flies and then just take it wherever I was going and then you know just pass them out or if people gave me a donation or something like that I'd take it and just be like oh thank you for actually you know believing in my vision or supporting my vision so I think that's also important too so the motivation and the uh, and the hustle in his music because it's not more so of it's more so of his delivery and what he talks about but it's just like the way he delivers it or the, his music is like yo I'm I'm right there with you like him painting that picture so definitely the marathon continues was definitely a project that I listened to and I liked. Um Crenshaw as well. And then um Victory Lap. So Victory Lap was one of his out his latest albums that he dropped and uh that that album was definitely dope and I actually got to meet him uh when I went to the film war and we had chopped it up a little bit. So oh, it was word. definitely cool. It was definitely cool. He's one of those guys, uh he's from he's from Cali also, right? Yeah, he's from uh so, Crenshaw, yeah. Yeah, so Sloss. He, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, I noticed uh, like a lot of these like local concerts would be like they have all these artists. They probably have like a bigger name up top, but like on a like open from one of the opening acts, it'd be like Nipsey Hustle. I'm like, what the hell's a Nipsey Hustle? <laughs> and, and as time gone on, I was like, all right, I I hear this dude. I, I like his flow. I like his delivery. Because like, right now, when you think of West Coast like rap, you think Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it's, people. It's, yeah, it's, that's it's, the first thing. Yeah, that's it's the first like, name that people will say. People will say, "All right, you know what I'm saying we in the West Coast." You know, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, before Kendrick, of course, you know, Tupac. And rest in peace to Tupac. Well, now you, well even before Kendrick was the game. Yeah, the game too. Yeah, and, and, then, and then as you know, Dre, Andre, and you know, Snoop and all those. Yeah, guys. yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, but the it, face of the West. You know, but, yeah, people will say. You know, um, I, I think the face of the West is Kendrick, but Nipsey Hussle is not too far behind. Oh yeah, absolutely I think, not. Absolutely I think. Not. Uh, it's good to see the West like jump back in the saddle. Yeah, because I think uh, they've been slept on for a long time. I think because you know when you when you hear hip hop now, it's like so East Coast dominated. So a lot of people just forget about that that West Coast element. And I think you know with Nipsey uh, being from the West Coast and uh, implementing that his style, um, he he wants to be definitely bigger than you know the West Coast. And I think he's transcended that and putting a lot of ground groundwork. Because I, I remember when I first saw him, that was at Fur Nightclub. And Fur Nightclub, that was probably back, <laughs> like, oh nine or, like, uh, 2010, something like that. I can't remember the year. Fur Nightclub. But, uh, yeah, he had performed there, and he came through with, like, some Dickies and a white tee and a chill chain and some boots. And I was, and then people were looking at him like, yo, this is what he wears. He's a rapper. I mean, he's just going to work for real. And then um, years passed. You know what I'm saying? He came in the Howard Theater. He, he did uh, the Crenshaw tour, and that joint was dope. And then after that, he just followed up with the Victory Lab back in June, uh, and he did the show 
out uh Silver Spring and then he sold it out and it was on a Tuesday night and it's just crazy to see his uh his growth in this area because at first I was just like yo I mean being from Maryland or you know the DMV area I wonder if we're gonna really like rally behind you know real hip hop and uh you know as years passed the the shows got more and more packed and the uh, people who just started supporting them so just to see that that groundwork that he put in um, is definitely motivation uh, for myself and any other uh, inspiring artist that's trying to do something. Definitely. So in case you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a very hip-hop-friendly uh, episode. So you're not a big fan of hip-hop? That's all right. Stick around. If you are, well, we got a lot to talk about. Starting off, <laughs> Kill Shot, wow. Eminem, and Machine Gun Kelly. I personally forgot all about Machine Gun Kelly. Man, uh, I'm you know it's like I, I used to be big on like the underground and independent uh, circuit. I used to be huge on that whole world, but like I just I've fallen off. But Eminem recently came out with an album, Kamikaze, yeah. Um, that people were like, oh snap, M's back. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, okay, shit. Let me let me check this bad boy out. Not, it's not it's not a bad album at all. It's better than the previous album. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would definitely say that. This, it was more of a classic M um, joint. I think. Uh, before you say something, before you say something, I'm gonna put this disclaimer out here. I was never a huge M fan, mainly because there was never that one song, in my opinion. Okay. That. Popped out. I'm like, oh man, play that track. That's a track I want to hear in the car. You know, you know, and just blast in high school and college. I didn't. I, there was never a track that really got my attention. Like now, when he comes to like like the freestyle battles and all that stuff, no, he's fire. Right. And not we're not talking about his lyric. Lyrically, he's like right, easily top five. Absolutely. But like, as far as like album content, it never grabbed me, and it for whatever reason, it just personally, it's never. I was never hyped for an M um, release. I think... I feel like when he first came out, uh, I think with the Marshall Mathers uh, LP. Yeah. With the Hyatt, My Name Is. It was catchy. I like, oh, this is, I see what, I see what he's doing here. He had Dre behind him. And I've heard a couple of um, tracks off that album. This is back like, gosh, it was like, like 99, 2000. Yeah, yeah that's when he really made, made yeah. his uh, imprint. Yeah. yeah, and so... I was all right, cool. I I I keep my ear out for this dude because I I used to be very skeptical about like you know <laughs> white rappers popping up in like hip hop and like <laughs> like look him like what what's your agenda here? You yeah. Know? Uh, are you trying to uh, vanilla ice it? <laughs> oh man, all that vanilla shit. But, ice though. but because crazy. no, because like he was like he he wasn't real, and I got you. and he he his persona he had a persona to make him think he was like one thing, but as time went on, he was exposed. Arsenio Hall, like, completely not, I'll, I'll say Arsenio Hall was a little bit of a dick to him back in the day. You can find this on YouTube back when the Arsenio Hall show used to be the thing. But, like, he was, like, killing uh, Vanilla Ice. And it's like, <laughs> it just, like, you just need to be yourself. Right, and, right, and, right. If it was him, because the dude can dance. Like, he had, he, had the, he had all the delivery, all that stuff, but he just wasn't real. Got you, I got so, you. I was a little concerned about that with um with Eminem. Hell, even with Post Malone, I like I still don't know what the hell his like his deal is. Like I like his music, right? But like, I'm not sure like 
is he just doing it because and I just I don't know because I know at one point he he wanted to do country music. He didn't even want to do hip hop. I think he right. said he said he wanted to listen to something therapeutic. Don't listen to hip hop, some shit like that. He he said some wild shit that makes me question like what's his yeah yeah like what's your mo what's, what's your, your what's your yeah, yeah yeah what's your agenda for real? Yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah, so it's, a, it's, it's, a valid, it's a valid question. Yeah, it but, is it's a, definitely. But, uh, with M, it's like I, I've never I've never had a song that really like stuck out. Where I was like, man, this is I think you know this is my this is my shit. I think for for me it was you know I'm in the same boat you know what I'm saying for real I think uh, Eminem wasn't really gravitating my ears like that like I heard you know songs from him of course you know like the Slim Shady you know how my name is and then you know you get that oh yeah you know uh, the lyrics the wordplay and the aggression like when you listen to Eminem it's just like yo you know he's 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 coming to kill the record like. Lyrically, he's going to be inclined. The aggression is always going to be there. And I think that's what he's always been doing uh, throughout his whole entire career. So when I heard Kamikaze, uh, you know, for him to take the shots and, you know, for him to unleash anger uh, because of, you know, his last album and how it didn't, you know, go the way it wanted, you know, him to go, obviously, or, you know, captivate the ears of people. It's just showing, you know, that the climate of music uh, the airs of music, everything is like changing. So you're going from lyrical content back in the '90s and the early 2000s, and uh, maybe late, you know, late. Maybe I want to say like '09, 2010. Maybe after 2012, people didn't really care about bars. That's probably just me and how I see it. And then you know, you got the whole trap wave now. So like he was talking about uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Like when I heard Machine Gun Kelly, when I heard the name alone, I was thinking about Call of Duty or Halo. I'm like, wait, what? Machine Gun Kelly? But um, you know, <laughs> which, that, was, which was kind of like, huh. yeah, yeah, you know, you can laugh at that yeah. because it's just like, okay, but he really, you know, Eminem doesn't really forget anything because that feud started in 2012 when, you know, Machine Gun Kelly made the tweet about his daughter. You know what I'm saying? So Eminem oh, yeah, don't play. Yeah, yeah, Eminem yeah. is not going to play when it comes to his Haley, daughter, you yeah, feel Haley. me? Or anybody, you know, and Haley. So, like, the music for me with M was, you know, of course, like, you know, 8 Mile is a classic movie. So I think that really, you know, transcended and got a lot of people liking it. And then, you know, being a, a big fan of battle rap and just seeing how, you know, him freestyling and things like that. Like, battles, he's undefeated. Lyrically, he's, you know, he's dope. He made Rap God. You know, there's a lot of tracks that he made. But Kamikaze, to me, isn't one of those projects where it's just like, oh, my gosh, like, this stood out. It was just more so, like, M being M, as far as him taking his shots, um, you know, he he is top five lyrically acclaimed, in my opinion, but I'm not just going to say that because he's white. It's just because he's got the aggression, he's got the style, and, you know, he's progressed with his brand over the years with, you know, you know Shady Records and um, his product and what he's trying to do and what he's trying to do, uh, of course, with Slaughterhouse and everything like that, so... Um, you know, he still got good people out there. You know, he did the interview with Sway. He kind of broke it down. So people got to understand, you know, the pain and the anger that that man was going through for uh, quite some time. But Machine Gun Kelly, you know, he his diss wasn't that bad either. But it was just like, you know, I mean, come on, man. Like, you're going to try to diss Eminem. You got to come a little bit harder than that. And then on top of that, like, the sport ain't really as competitive anymore when it comes to these diss records. Yeah. So, I mean, it's typical yeah. Eminem. M took the W for real, and yeah. uh, you know that's how it is. I mean, when I heard last uh, yesterday at work, my coworker she came up to me, hey, have you heard um, M responded? He responded, and everybody said, oh, it's the end of uh, Machine Guns Kelly career. I'm like, oh, word, damn, it was that deep. Then I heard it. For, well, all right, I'm gonna 
critique this um, track real quick. One, it was too long. Right. Way too long. It was like about four, like four thirty. Right. Yeah. And I was like, all right, if we're gonna do a diss track, two minutes maximum. Not yeah, yeah. Because you ain't really in, got that much, you know. You don't want to beat around the bush. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to beat around the bush. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was a little disappointed. I was like, all right, this is kind of boring. I'm kind of over it. And that, but what he his his the, the shots he took. They were light jabs. I felt like, I, I didn't feel like it was like anything like a knockout. Yeah, punch. yeah, like the you know, them heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, felt, yeah. I felt like you know, I felt like uh, people kind of overhyped <laughs> that one track. I was like, oh man, you know, it's not like how um, Remy destroyed uh, Nikki. Yeah, like it's not. Like, it yeah, wasn't that, a that uh, wasn't like. I won't know. Uh, you know, like the sheether uh, effect, or uh, like a um, or, or ether, hell, you know, or so. ether. You know what I'm saying, uh, and, oh, and oh, like oh. the ether in the takeover, or um, you know, hit him up and who yeah. shot you. It yeah. wasn't that type of imprint. I yeah. got you. I so, got but you. People, I but I people like really, uh, uh, really hyped it up yesterday. But it's, I mean, it's all. We'll see how it plays. I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, Jay Electronica uh, chimed in and was like, "Hey, man, you're not gonna be talking about Diddy like that." And so I guess it was like, "All right, oh, I guess you're gonna have a this take uh, this record for uh, M." But knowing uh, Jay, he ain't gonna come out with that till like twenty twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, <laughs> he, I think we still, yeah. wait, we still we still wait for this dude's album. He's yeah, come Jay Electronica. Yeah, about, like about ten years ago, we wait for this damn I, album. I, I would say it's like a lot of artists that really, really owe you know they fans some music. So I mean, they know who they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying as far as the fans that own the the music, but um, you know, Emma's is probably one of those guys where it's just like, okay, if you you want to go to war with M, you got to think about you know. Every letter in the alphabet because he, he's gonna he's gonna come with it. You know what I'm saying he's definitely gonna come with it. He's a legend, and um, you know he's here to stay. And I think you know what's competitive about him is it doesn't really matter the era of of music or how it's transcending. He's still got something to say, and he's I mean and he's still hungry. You know what I'm saying I mean he I thought you know him putting out albums after a certain point in time was gonna be pointless, but he still has that drive to you know go in the studio and record records and you know give people. You know, a pro, you know, product to you know be happy about. So I mean, salute to M for. I, I'll say this, um, because I put him and Jay, and there's a lot of artists, not just in hip hop, but like artists in general who like were staples of a certain generation. And yeah, big names. And Absolutely. Of course, you know your your fan base that was once young and now gets old, and it's hard for you to go. It's like it's hard for Jay to relate to people who are like sixteen. Through twenty five at this point. You mean uh, you mean jazz and Jay Z, right? Jay Z, oh, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not okay. Jay Electronica. Yeah, no, I got like, you. I got Jay you. Jay Electronica like got only like literally three songs to, like to rock with. Yeah, yeah, no, I got and you. I got you. That's it. It's like you know, I remember one time he came to uh, he came to the Fillmore. I think it was him, Common, and Rhapsody, who uh, who I love. She, yeah, they're all she, dope. She, yeah, they are all she, dope she, artists. She, by the way, she is she is definitely she's, underrated. She's you know she's up there. Yeah, but I remember Jay Electronica get came up there. I mean, he had like. Maybe a maybe a fifteen minute set, twenty minute set, or whatever. He did all the songs that everybody knew. Right. And then I was there like, all right, my album's coming out soon. This was like twenty fifteen. Dude, Jay, if you're gonna come out with an album, come out with an album. Yeah, no, absolutely. Dude, let's try, let's try I mean if you're before, doing it yeah, if you're doing it in twenty fifteen, you know what I'm saying? Twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, it's supposed to let's, be out. Let's do this before my my kids have kids. <laughs> how, about, how about that? And I don't even have kids, so I'm just you know let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Another beef that was going on that turned into like fisticuffs. <laughs> Cardi and Nikki. Yeah. It, some some hands were thrown. Yeah, they said uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone took a 
someone took a knot to the head. Yeah, Cardi, um, Cardi got the knot on their head. Not, not that it was Nicki. Nah, yeah, yeah. Like, subliminals got, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, from the like, party. Yeah, yeah. So someone like elbowed her. Yeah, yeah. it's. But, yo, know, Nicki's been bugging the last month and a half. Ever since this whole album, like the fact that you didn't get a, she like had like the number two album. Yeah. In the country, like I don't know, it, that's just crazy to me how she's. Like, she don't need to act that way. She's already established herself as, like, you know, I mean, she's not the GOAT, but she's, nah. like, she's established herself as an artist where she don't need to be tripping over that. I think... I, uh, what's, your, what's your opinion on, you know... I think with Nikki, it's just more so, like, going back to the drawing board. Um, you know, she came out with Pink Print. Um, I think, what, that... It's 2018. Yeah, she came out with Pink Print four years ago. So I believe it's been four years since she's dropped album now you know of course in between you know she was you know on feature tracks and killing it um i'm saying the motorsport verse fire i'm saying the fifi joint that she has with six nine i'm saying and and all the records in the uh the plain jane joint that she did the the asap very joint so she's found a way uh to use her brand to be relevant as, as far as the content that she's been putting out but um the problem with Nicki minaj and i think you know, myself or other people would probably think is that uh, her paying homage to uh, people before her. I know that, you know, when Remy Ma was locked up, uh, you know, she she was supporting it and this, that, and that. Remy Ma gets home, you know what I'm saying? It's going back to the subliminals, you know what I'm saying? Remy came out with the Sheetha joint. Um, Nikki went on TV, you know, said what she had to say. Uh, BET Awards, Remy Ma won Best Female Artist, you know, that year she, she, she put in that groundwork. And then, you know, Queen drops and she worked on it. You know what I'm saying? But Nikki was supposed to drop the album, I believe, in June, but she pushed it back herself. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? When she pushed it back herself in August, I mean, she probably didn't know that Travis was going to drop as well. But Travis dropping, um, and then her dropping, and then she didn't expect Travis to still have that momentum after he, he first dropped. He, she probably felt like, oh, yeah, you know what? He's going to drop, and then he's going to own this week. But then when I come out, I'm going to own this week. And I think it's just more of a egotistical thing where it's just like, Oh well, she's this big artist. You know what I'm saying, and then with Cardi B is like, you know, y'all both from New York, so I mean, you know, you want to win. You feel me? But at the same time, you gotta be, you know, you gotta take the humble pie and, uh, you know, just just work harder. It's not like you've forgotten. Like people ain't gonna forget about you. It's just more so like they want you to be more friendly. They don't want you to necessarily, you know, bully. You've been bullying, you know, people your whole entire career. So it's like, okay, you finally met your match. Like, people are really happy for Cardi. And it's like, Cardi makes good music too, but the reason why people like Cardi B is because of her personality and how she comes off and she's so relatable to, uh, you know, other females and knowing that struggle as well. Like, she came off of Love & Hip Hop New York. So it's just like, yo, she came from a reality TV show to, you know, uh, working in the club. You know what I'm saying? Dancing in the club. And then she made the, uh, you know, the Bodak Yellow when she sat there and said, I don't dance now. I make money moves from that to, you know, her Invasion of Privacy album, which did very, very well. And yeah, she we was the back. most, she was the most streamed female. I think she was the most streamed artist in 2018. I think uh, you, you, hit on a couple, you, hit, you hit on a couple of good points. Because when Nicki came out, there was no, because look, keep it real. The last, 10 years. Yeah. It's only been like room for one female artist. Which Absolutely. makes no freaking sense whatsoever. I agree. Because if you think back, you can go back to like even like the 90s, 
He had Queen Latifah. He had Salt and Pepper. He had um, um, MC Light. Yeah. Uh, it's a couple of. It's so many. It's, it's like it's, you had and, all of and, them. And even even like in the later nineties, it was like all right. You had Rod Digger. You had Little Kim. You had Foxy Brown. Right. Hell, you had Trina. It, it was always right. A more. There was always more. Hell, Mia X from um, No Limit. Right. There was always. <laughs> Shout out to Gangsta Blue from um, Three Six Mafia. Right. <laughs> there was always a good um, a good amount of um, women who were like dropping bars, and then somewhere in between the early aughts, and, oh, and I can't forget Missy. Yeah, that's Missy's, a, that's a, yeah. Did I say Missy? No, no, no. You just mentioned no, no. her. She's an icon. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, but, yeah, but, I'm but it's like, you know. <laughs> exactly. It's like, once Nikki came out, and again, we talked about it earlier, these artists, they're getting older, and they can't relate. Well, young kids are not going to relate to them because they're going to see them as old. They're going to be like, oh, that's my like my mom's age. There's a, right, there's yeah, a whole generation of people. There's a whole different era, yeah. There's a whole generation of people who just grew up like hip hop has been around forever right and so it's already been established it's like I remember a point where it was not fully established yet yeah it was like it was still very like almost taboo right yeah, yeah. and so I, and like I remember that it, like I remember those times in like the uh, early 90s and so people who are like you know teenagers now or like even in their early 20s they came in like hip hop was already established. It was already mainstream. Right. And so there was a point a point in time when it wasn't. Right. But I think um I think Nikki I think Missy mentioned this um some years back when Nikki hit the scene and like she blew up and like she never really paid homage to the people behind her. Right. And, and I think that's and that, the and that really and I remember watching this interview, that really kinda got to Missy because she wasn't like and she's should not be underrated whatsoever, but she doesn't get the respect that she deserves. Right. And, you know, they, like, she, she helped pave the way for people like Nikki and Cardi. But when you don't pay homage to the people who helped you to get to where you're at, it's kind of like, you know, it kind of hurts. Right. And so now, I feel like Nikki's getting a taste of her own medicine, in a sense. Yeah, yeah, nah, where, a lot of where, people have said that too. Where it's like, yeah. where it's like, all right, you, it's been only you. We talked, we mentioned Rhapsody earlier. Yeah. Rhapsody lyrically is a beast. Yeah, she and is. And her style is not like Cardi or, oh, no, or, not. or, or, uh, Nikki, where they use, uh, they, they, for lack of a better word, sells, you know, like almost promote sex. In right, 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 right. Right. You know, keep it real. No, they promote sex in their record. Yeah, they do. Not, they do. Not every, not every record, but like, Majority of their records, they they uh, definitely doing that, Rhapsody, right? Yeah, Rhapsody doesn't do that. Nah, she's she, more of a conscious type of she, cat, she, and, and she she's will break you down. definitely she will break you down lyrically. Like she will break a lot down. of people, you know, people that don't know, know Rhapsody, uh, definitely check out Rapture. By the way, that's on um Netflix. You know what I'm saying her story was Yo, definitely that, that dope. Was, that's, that, you know what I'm saying that, that was dope, and um, that's how people really found her. I'm not even going to lie; I seen her in concert, but then to 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 watch Rapture, you know what I'm saying, and seeing her story was more uplifting too. So you know what I'm saying shout out to Rapture because she she keeping it real. For the females and, and the hip hop culture, she for the culture for. So I mean, that's I think that's where it's at right now. I think there's more, there's there's enough room at the table that everybody can get a share, and that's what Nikki got to kind of understand. Yeah, but that's just my personal opinion, you know. But she gonna do what she want to do. Yeah, she's she gonna talk about how much money she makes and all that. Yeah, she makes more money. Yeah, they money. both from the same way. So at the end of the day, I feel like I mean, yeah, if you're from the same way, you know, you wanna you wanna make sure that y'all eat. 
I mean, do will will they make a record together? I mean, I would I would, I would hope so. As a fan, I would love to. I mean, they did technically, you know, motorsport, but as far as like you know them two just literally on the track, I mean, I hope it's gonna it be can a happen. While. It's gonna be a while, my man. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have I have faith in it because if Drake can bring Meek Mills out on stage at yeah. his concert, then anything's possible. Yeah, I so. agree. I agree. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh, so I don't want to have to talk about this, but you know we gotta talk about it. So my man Mac Miller, you know R.I.P. Uh, overdose. Yeah. Do we, we know exactly what he OD on at the shit? I. Don't know if it was actually out what he did overdose on, but it's really a sad situation because I'm saying me and Mac Miller the same age. Um, you know, he's 26, and it's um, it's sad that you know he's gone uh, so early because I was familiar with Mac um, probably back, and I think I seen him 2012. I want to say I was out South Carolina. I saw him at a show. And uh, the dude is, you know, dope um, as far as him being an artist and him doing his thing. So um, the first record I heard was Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza. And uh, it was just it's just one of those lyrical joints. It's just an old school, you know, vibe. He's literally telling his story. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? He He's just vibing and telling his story. And when you hear Mac Miller's music, it's just like, yo, he's, in a, he's a relatable dude. And you just... You you feel for him because you hear the pain, you hear the struggle, um, in his content and everything. So from uh, Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza um, to you know the Kids Project that he dropped uh, to the Best Day Ever Project and then Donald Trump, all of these records that he had, like it just showed you the vibe and everything that he was about. He definitely wanted to inspire people. He definitely you know. Had some tough times in his, you know, with relationships. Of course, you know, people want to attach Ariana Grande to him, which um, is not fair. Which is not fair that's at not, all. That's not fair. He doesn't. He doesn't. Des- she doesn't deserve that backlash, and a lot of people want to blame her because of the relationship that uh, she had with him. But um, you know, Mac was just one of those type of people that um, he was for the people. You know, he was a people person, but just dealing with fame and and, and things like that, I really don't know what uh, caught up with him. But uh, the fact that you know, he was strung out on drugs or the fact that young rappers are strung out on drugs, period. You um, know what I'm saying? It's not really a good look. Um, the game really was never like that. I know at first, you know, people used to sell drugs back in the 90s and stuff like that. You know, we used to admire the the, the, the dealers and the hustlers. Now it's like uh, people are transitioning to the abusers and, you know, it's not really good for the culture. So we definitely got, you know, light, put, put, lighting on, put lighting on it. And um, you know, bring it to people's attention. You know what I'm saying because this is this this is a situation that could have easily stopped, and um, yeah, it could have easily been prevented. Yeah, um, and uh, Mac is definitely one of those dope guys. For it's one of those, like so, I realized. And by the way, this is a uh, Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza. Yeah. Kool Aid Frozen Pizza in the background, which is a smooth track. Yeah. Um, I I knew who he was, but I didn't really follow all his music. But it's, again, it's like a generation thing because like I know a lot of young people. Like on Twitter, it was like people who are in their early twenties. They were like devastated by this dude. It was like yeah. this dude got him, they got him through high school and yeah, college. Yeah, definitely, so, absolutely. Okay, yeah. It, it, it's, one of, it's again, I okay, you respect. All right, I may not know exactly. I may not know all of his tracks. I've heard him on a lot of different um, features. I know he did a joint um, 
with um local rapper uh Phil Ade. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh it's the song called Incense. Right. I love that shit. I was like, oh man, he's like he got smooth he got smooth delivery. I like that shit. Yeah. And so I, I do know songs about him and all that stuff. But so like I was kinda I was stunned when he when I found out he um he died. I was like, damn, that this dude was like mad young. Yeah. And it was like an overdose. I'm like, geez, he, like as you said, you know, it's wild because people talk about codeine and you know syrup and all that stuff. It's, it's I'm not sure what he OD'd on, but it's it's in the music. And yeah. To be honest, you need to stop because people are losing their lives with this shit. Yeah, they are. And, like the overdose. And, and, um, you know, I think he's. I, I forgot the name of the track, but um, the swimming album it just shows how he's literally trying to you know stay stay above water. As far as what he means, stay stay above water. He's just talking about maintaining, hustling, being himself, and um, just facing his inner demons. Because I, I think as an artist, you know, or just a person in general, you're gonna face temptation. So it's like, okay, how do you how do you deal with it? You know, and I think early in his career, he probably, you know, did drugs, you know, and probably had a period where he didn't, you know, do it for a while. And then he found himself probably tapping back into it. And then when he tapped back into it, he probably felt like it was an adrenaline rush or something that he felt like had to keep going. Or if he was really, really depressed in his slumps, like, all right, you know what I'm saying? What's going to really make me happy? Like, all right, better let me go ahead and take this drug real quick or something like that. And it's really, really sad that, um, you know, people are doing it. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just, you know, a ritual or, or, or practice. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of young artists that's, you know, popping drugs or doing drugs before shows, they, you know, they burnt out or, you know what I'm saying, can't even really give their fan base, um, you know, their full selves. That's why, I mean, me as an artist, for real, I, I don't even, like, turn up or anything like that before the shows or anything like that because it's just, like, I want to give y'all, you know, me. And I want to give y'all 100%. If it's not 100%, then I'm not even going to grab the microphone. That's just how I feel. You know, uh because the reaction was like, oh, they started blaming. First of all, Ariana Grande had a, a rough couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely, you know, she did. From, from the original uh, Franklin uh, touchy pastor. Yeah. To like, you know, it, which people will, had the nerve to really kind of blame her for what, what you were wearing. I was like, what, what? okay, look here. What what she's wearing has nothing to do with the fact that dude was like copying a feel. Right. And it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, it, is it, what she had on was it appropriate for that? Look here, there's a lot of people who go to funerals, believe it or not, to hook up with people at the repack. It's, it's, oh, it, that's it's wild, it, 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 it's crazy. It, it, that, that is it, that is something. Newsflash, that happens. All right, I'm telling you right now. It may not be the immediate family, but people go up there to like you know, and, and so that's that. It happens. I've seen it. Crazy. So. Rather her, if her what she was wearing was like appropriate or not, the fact that uh, people were even trying to like you know excuse the pastor for that was like ridiculous. <laughs> My man, um, from um, oh, not Black Panther, uh, Luke Cage, Michael, uh, Michael Corey. Uh, I think yeah. He yeah. he made a comment saying, "Yo, shoot your shot." When the, and posted a picture of like him grabbing up on uh, Ariana, I was like, "Ooh, sir, that's not the move. That is not the move." And then he instantly deleted it once he got trashed. But the fact that people say 
and this it had this does happen like you know if you like down on a relationship and all that stuff and drugs is not the answer it's just not it's not it's not and and to be and be honest with you and i've said it before i'll say it again no one is worth like losing your life over absolutely not nobody like if they if it doesn't work out well all right life goes on as long as you're still breathing on this earth yeah you're gonna find something something else something better yeah, it's definitely a lot. That's yeah. why I be trying to tell people like drugs is not, it's not, it's not, it's not a wave. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has you know phases where they feel like they're down and and things like that. You just gotta, uh, you know, you gotta pray. You gotta know God. You gotta you know know your circle. You know your friends, your true friends ain't gonna put you through situations you've never really been through. So you know I'm hoping that Mac Miller had really you know strong people behind him and 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 stuff like that because I know that they're definitely upset i know the family's upset i know you know the hip-hop community as far as you know his diehard fans uh are upset because you know when they listen to these records you know that's how we really connect we connect with the artists through the records and they they break the lyrics down and the songs down to really develop a personal relationship like oh my gosh i was right there with you when you was making these records and like kool-aid and frozen pizza the reason why that record stands out to me is like yo that's one of those records where it's like yo I'm at the corner store, like, yo, like, just give you that I'm in my backyard type feel or I'm just chilling around the way and me and the homies playing basketball or football. Like, you could play that record anywhere and then people will just start nodding their head and it gives you that old school hip-hop feel because that's what it really was. And he really was a master at, you know, storytelling and, and giving you guys that, that picture. But, uh, you know, he smiled through the pain. And I think a lot of people really didn't know what he was going through because when you seen him in the limelight, he was always smiling, he was always energetic, but deep down he had those demons. And I think he he, he really stayed to himself, so he really didn't open up about um, personal situations to, to the public because I don't think he really wanted to be judged by the public. But I don't really think he cared about, um, you know, an opinion or how people was going to perceive him because at the end of the day, he was going to be Mac Miller when he grabbed that mic. He was going to be Mac Miller when he slept. He was going to be Mac Miller when he woke up. So you know what I'm saying? That, just who he yeah. is. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. Absolutely. Uh, before we go, you got some, want to drop some bars? <laughs> man, we could do it, man. We here. Why not? All right. Why not? Um, tell us, uh, where can they find your music? Um, on Twitter, um, at J-A-Y-F-L-O-W-301. Um, spinrider.com. Uh, you can just type in J-Flow, J-A-Y-F-L-O-W. Um, SoundCloud as well, Spotify as well. Got a song called Make a Play on there. Um, you know, it's doing well. Um, new project is on the way, uh, Chosen Child. And I got a project that I'm working on as well. So multiple projects coming out. Um, just a lot to expect as far as like visuals and shows. Just, you know, follow me on the Twitter, uh, Instagram, at J-A-Y-F-L-O-W-301. And, uh, you know, follow me. I follow right back. You know what I'm saying? And support the real. We out here, man, crying hard, dream big. The harder you grind, the bigger you dream. We can get into it whenever you're ready as far as the bars. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> nah, I'm just saying, Excuse you know. Shit. He's like, I'm ready. All right, well, you know, we'll, see. we'll see in a second here. All right, so now this is the first time I've ever done this on the show. Oh, wow. Well. So, no pressure. <laughs> okay, and uh, I think it is. Because I'm telling you, they'll roast you. They'll let me know. But uh, go off the top of the dome. 
I'm not doing it. I'm the DJ. <laughs> That's cool, man. I'm ready with you up, man. I'm trying to do what I can, man. I'm here. So I'm let's just get, blessed to be here, man. So let's get into this. Old yeah, school. man. Shout out to uh, my man Carlos, man. Yes, another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Check. Uh. Look. It's J A Y. F-L-O-W, word to the competition. I tell them that I'll punish you like a bad dog in the cage, man. I'll muzzle you crosswords for a second. Then situation is puzzled. Ooh, I'm back at it. I'm cool and I'm living lavish. Beating tracks up like a savage. These people, they never had it. Yeah, I seen the ghetto. Yeah, I seen the ratchet. My favorite number is four, but my life ain't fantastic. I'm getting lyrical. Body checking the physical. Like to take pictures. Kodak and it's digital. Messages I leave in my songs is not subliminal. Sip a lot of water because it's good for my mineral check. Huh. Matter of fact, these dudes laughing Need a chick like Kim just for a car to dash And paparazzi is flashing The life is a movie It's bubble wet hot It's something like a jacuzzi Hold up, I'm on my one-two Yeah, I'm on my again I'm about my cheddar jack And that slim I'm talking about the cheese I'm just talking about the money Nowadays I get it hopping like an energizer buddy What? Oh, uh, oh. I gotta do me Yeah, I got shredded haters like loose leaf I'm in my zone, no two, three I see you Nowadays, no magazine What's the issue? I feel like Jordan in 96, real loud, these dudes can't guard him. I told him with the first project on my way to stardom. I'm from Maryland, but I rap like I'm from Harlem, so what's the problem? <laughs> I just do me, I'm in the cut. Yeah, I start the fight with a jab, and then the uppercut. I hate it when these rappers real live, saying such and such, playing poker with life, so I'ma pull their bluff. Well, it's Uno, matter of fact, the wild card. Nowadays, they think life is a game, leapfrog. <laughs> Point blank, period. The menopause, I tell them what it is, honestly, and what I've been a dog. Check the pedigree, honestly, got the recipe. I don't know what it is, I'm thinking longevity. Shout outs to GOD, shout outs to the fam, and shout outs to my hustlers and my mans. Yeah, we got the plan. Yeah, we gotta do us. And nowadays, what it is, man, they gon' know us. Yeah, it's J A Y, flow, be the name. No forecast nowadays, I'm trying to make it rain. Hey. And Tyler Perry don't even know this house of pain. But honestly, I want the time back, like Dr. Strange, but it is all good. I do what I does from the city, a lot of hate, man, and little love. Youngins on the corner, what they moving the drugs. And youngins trying to ball with that Jordan shrug. It's all because of that. It's all because of this, and I ain't talking about cake, but I'll put you in the mix. See, hey. youngest is doing that for the outfits, but honestly, what it is, the IG taking pics, nah, I ain't in the flexing. It's hard truth, just hard to stomach like indigestion, man. I'm just saying. Uh, all right, man. You know what I mean, man? <laughs> all right, now look at that. An exclusive, a first time. <laughs> I'm trying to do me, man. Goddamn. And have fun, okay, man. Okay, yes, okay. another podcast, man. My man Carlos had to do it, man. All right, man. Shoot, yeah. I don't know. I'm not even sure. <laughs> Ain't nothing much to do after that shit. <laughs> Damn. Just having Damn, fun, I wish, man. I wish, man. I wish I had a. I wish I could flow and be like, you know, check me out. Oh. <laughs> it's but, just uh, <laughs> it's an art, man. I just try to do what I got to do. Perfect the craft. Salute to the, you know, G.O.D. Gave me the talent. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just. I'm just gifted. I'm just blessed, and it's just a beautiful time in my life. And uh, the fam, you know, my mother, my father, stepfather, stepmother, uncles, aunts, nieces, nephews, brothers, sisters, and cousins, everybody that I do it for, you know what I'm saying? So um, salute to them, the day ones, you know what I'm saying? People that will be listening to this as well. Uh, appreciate you, Carlos. Appreciate, you know, Yes is another podcast. Continue to be the visionary that you are and giving people a platform to, you know, speak on these issues. And I think that's another thing that's dope about this show. I think it's because people can talk and, you know, talk freely and be themselves, you know, on 
on uh, certain things. And, uh, you know, just keep this joint going for real. I appreciate and, uh, it, doing man. your thing for real. You I, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. And excuse, look here. The AC is out, and so my closet is hot as hell. <laughs> it's like, I, I apologize, you know. You know, it, I've, <laughs> I've been up since 5 this morning. The grinder, man, getting to working. it, man. I had to take a nap. He said, hey, man, I'm here. Open yeah. The door, you know, sorry, man. Let's, let's get this going on. You know, I had to watch Man, wipe the crust out my eye, all that shit. <laughs> it's cool, man. Like so, I know you get to it. So yeah, it's like so, early in the morning, man. You hustling so, you know, and grinding. Dog. This money, man. Shoot, but uh, absolutely. As always, you can email us if you want to be a guest on the show. You can email us at yesandupodcast at gmail dot com. You can also hit up hit us up at yesandupodcast on Instagram and on Twitter at yesandupod. Uh, J Flow, where can they find you in all your music? Um. At J-A-Y-F-L-O-W on the Twitter and the Instagram, uh, J-A-Y-F-L-O-W on Facebook, um, www.J-A-Y-F-L-O-W-301.com. Uh, just Google J-A-Y-F-L-O-W-301. Uh, links will pop up and all of that good stuff, man. I got more music on the way. Um, you know, it's just going to be a beautiful time, and we just here. And for the long run, we're thinking longevity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, check out. Wait, look here. Is this one thing we need to do in D.C.? You know, I think we're doing it now more than ever. But, like, support your local artists. Support each other. Check this man's music out. You heard him flow. You know, he, he clearly got lyrics. And that's on the top of the dome. I appreciate you know, that. I really put him, means a lot. I put, him, you put me I on put the a, spot. I put him on the spot. Like, look here. <laughs> real. You know, you can you, you get all going to crash or burn. I also wanted to get some feedback from you, how you felt about J-Flow. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, we'll... Put up a little poll, you know, after the show. I'm trying to figure out how to do like this whole like live, you know, like how people like do like live streams and all that stuff. The show is not live, right, so right, I, so right. I, I gotta still work on that, but you know, we'll see how that how that plays out. Baby uh, steps, forward. baby steps. You know, gonna get there. Though. You know, that's, maybe at one point I can get out of this closet and have right. like actual like studio. You never know. But until next time, <laughs> we out. Yes, sir.